This Explore the Pocono Mountains 225 Betting Picks Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details now at CircaSports.com. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb having been on the other side of the question asking process i would not ask kurt bush stupid questions i know the sinking feeling that it comes when you ask a question to a coach to a player to anybody and you get the blank stare while they collect how much they want to yell at you for what you just asked so just just keep that in mind next time you have pit road access it is of course the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez cody that's good advice for when you go to your indycar race this weekend yes i'll try and keep the uh, stupid questions to a minimum <laughs> I just can you imagine being a, like a Patriots beat reporter oh my and God. having to ask questions of any type to Bill Belichick because yeah. you get that same look, whether it's a good question or not, every single time you ask him a question. I mean, it would be great. I'd love to cover the Patriots, but <laughs> I remember, that would be inter- dealing with Belichick would be very entertaining. <laughs> oh, for real. And but I remember when Bochi was coaching the Giants and Bochi was a lot standoffish, too, when it came to the press. And if you asked, especially after a loss, he was not a happy camper. And I sat in my fair share of press conferences where people were trying to dig the, the tough questions out of him and Bochi just wasn't having it. And, you know, I was uncomfortable. I didn't even ask him the question. I was sitting there going, I don't know if I want to be in this room. Hey, when you're as good as those guys are at their jobs, you can be however you want to be. This is true. Well, of course, we know that Kyle Busch can be exactly that standoffish. This is the one race he's not in this week. Of course, we are talking Xfinity. We are talking the Explore the Pocono Mountains 225 from the Pocono Raceway in Long Pond, Pennsylvania. Uh, I already know that a couple of my buddies, Seth and Elliot, are going to be out there enjoying the weekend of racing in Pocono. Cody's going to be on location in Iowa doing the IndyCar thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm telling you right now, we man, after this, this is four of the – no, five of the seven parts, the six of the seven. I don't know how many we got going Maybe on. But six – this will be five because six and seven technically are, are the IndyCar races, yeah. which as of the recording of this – we still don't have odds, so we're waiting on that. But uh, I'm hoping that too that they'll give us like, give us some stuff to parlay to both races, and you know, guy will get a top five in both races or win both races. Like, hopefully that's why it's taking them so long. They're getting creative. That's uh, I'm gonna have the glass half full on the on why it's taking so long to get IndyCar odds for Iowa, especially when there's a race on Saturday. What are we waiting for? 
Yeah, I was gonna say good for you for glass half fulling it. I I I don't know. My glass has started to diminish ever so further anymore as I get older. I'm crotchety well, they, now, dude. Man, last week, I mean, we had odds on like Tuesday, and it was like okay. Now we're talking like a full slate of things, and then. Yeah, now we're still waiting, so I don't know what the deal is. But, Just checked, uh, still yeah. nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I could. I've been looking about every five minutes, Rob. So uh, uh, unfortunately, it is what it is. But we do have forty-one entries for thirty-eight spots here in the Xfinity Series race at Pocono. Ty Dillon racing for his grandfather Richard Childress. He's going to be in the number three car. Um, Chase Elliott is going to be in the number seventeen car for Hendrick Motorsports. The number 10 car for colleague will be Daniel Suarez. Connor Mosack is going to be in the 19 car for Joe Gibbs Racing. Corey Heim, my guy, is going to be in the number 24 car for uh, Sam Hunt Racing. And uh, the only other really notable, the number 91 is Chastain. That is Chad Chastain, not Ross Chastain. Definitely don't bet on Chad. Here's your weekly Chad Chastain is racing disclaimer because... He's horrible. <laughs> I was going to say the Chastain brothers pulling triple duty, but uh, yeah, definitely don't go after that 91 car. That is certainly not worth it at all. You generally don't bet that with Ross in it. Nope. Definitely not betting it with Chad in it. <laughs> no. no. And, and look, if there was a head to head with him on the other end of it, I would take whatever end was on the other end of that, I would, which is. I would take Rod Via Gomez versus Chad Chastain because Ooh. you'd probably cash. <laughs> I don't know. Am I on foot? Because it doesn't really matter how you get there. <laughs> True. As long as I'm one lap up on him. But yeah, um, I do find that interesting that there are uh, a smattering of cup regulars in this. And the Chase Elliott one is actually quite surprising that he's in it. Uh, I didn't really expect that 17 car to make another appearance, especially with Elliott. But I guess, Cody, desperate times call for desperate measures to, to have Elliott running this race, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember if this was a planned one or not. I know there was one I think he was planned to be in earlier this season where he was out injured at the time, and so he missed it. Um, but th they needed to do something to spark something. So, I mean, you put him in this type of race, maybe he, he can get a win um, and help him out, right? Help his momentum going forward in the Cup Series. He, they've got to figure something out because we got six races left. He didn't gain any points last week at, uh, gosh, we're leaving that last week, New Hampshire. He went in 60 points out, left 60 points out. Things are looking a little slim. Now, he's the type of guy who could do it, right? Watkins Glenn's coming up. That's going to be very important for him. Uh, and, you know, if he if he can win a couple of stages, he could eat into it quickly. But the way they've been running lately, not looking so good. So uh, he did technically win the Cup Series race here last year. Of course, he finished third in that race. The disqualifications gave him the win. Um, but maybe they're just trying to get some momentum, some mojo going, right? Get him. Maybe he's not been so comfortable in the car since coming back from the injury. I, who knows? But they need to spark something. Maybe this is going to be that race that they can spark something. Um, his odds coming into this race, he is, of course, the favorite, much like Kyle Busch, as we discussed yesterday on the Truck Series race. Um, and his odds plus are... Plus 220 on Caesars. Plus 225 on Superbook. Trying to get to. Yep. So plus 220. And then it's, whoa, John Hunter's odds are shifting here quickly. Um, he's next up plus 325 now over on Caesars, which is much shorter than they originally dropped at. But uh, yeah, so it'll be, uh, 
We'll see. Are, are you on Chase Elliott at all today, Rod? Uh, no, I am not. I am not. So we're all... Same I, thing with Kyle Busch, where... And I love Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott guy. Your shirt says so. My, I'm literally wearing a Chase Elliott shirt. Not betting on him for this race. Uh, I mean, again, wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if he wins. Of course, you know, you know the drill. But uh, I'm not going to be betting on him to win this for sure. Yep, me either. But one thing I am excited about that's not Chase Elliott is Circus Sports, Circa Million, Circus Survivor. They're back. Fourteen million dollars in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. You want to play Circa Millions? Get five NFL picks against the spread every single week. Circa Survivor works just like any other Survivor game out there. You pick a different money line winner each week and hope you advance on to the finals. Best part about this, you can enter in Las Vegas and play anywhere you want to play. And if you're in Vegas in the last week of August, you get the added bonus of meeting Sean and Ryan from the Sports Gambling Podcast Mothership Show. They're going to be there holding it down for the SGPN, and you can have some fun with them and Circus Sports. You want more details? It's easy. Go to CircusSports.com. CircusSports.com. Yeah, definitely not on Chase Elliott uh, for this race. And it's not because I don't think he can do it, like you said. It's just the odds are not exciting. And honestly, Cody, I said this about the trucks yesterday. I, I don't know that I was all that super excited about the odds for this race either. Like, I found ones that I like, but I found myself saying ick a lot more than I found myself, especially the top five and the top three markets. They're not the odds aren't what I expected them to be for all the cup drivers being in this race. They did not surprise or they did not uh, pump up the odds of the rest of the field as much as I would hope they would. Yeah, they definitely didn't pump it up as much as the truck series as we saw, but much uh, again, the truck series, that was the one that I was really, I'm really, really excited for. I found a billion things I loved over there. This one was pretty easy too, though. I mean, again, the cup series is where I really struggled this week. Xfinity for me was a lot easier. I found some bets I really like. I found one bet that I literally put a puke emoji next to in the document because I you hate did. it, but I have to take it because I'm supposed to give out winners on the show despite my feelings toward people. So uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I kind of like, I kind of like a lot of things out here again, much like the truck series. I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about what I was able to find. Uh, I will say the truck series was the easiest, and and I love. If you have not listened to the truck series episode, we did did it backwards. They were a little slow getting Xfinity odds out, so truck series episode came out yesterday on Wednesday. We got Xfinity here for you today on Thursday, um, but go back and look at that because I, I'm really really excited about what we found in the truck series. But pretty excited about what we've got here in the in the Cup series as well. I was excited about the Xfinity series. Xfinity series, whatever. It's all the same anymore. Same uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, we've got cars running around trucks. It's that's that's the extent of our weekends from here until November. Uh, but yes, uh, we are definitely. I was excited about one of them for sure. That will parlay over to the Cup Series one as well. So uh, we're definitely happy about that. Like we said, it is the Explore the Pocono Mountains two twenty five. It is the Pocono Raceway. It is a two and a half mile paved track. These, this uh, this race will be 90 laps around this in regulation. Uh, these guys have been coming here for a while, and last year it was Noah Gragson bringing it home in fine style. He uh, he led 43 laps of the 90, so pretty much a dominant day for him. 
five cautions, 18 laps. His margin of victory over Ty Gibbs, this was one of those classic Ty Gibbs, Noah Gragson battles from last year. It was .281 seconds, nine lead changes in this entire race, 1,022 green flag passes. Again, last year was a classic. It was Gragson, it was Gibbs, it was Barry at the end. Uh, but yeah, it's all of those two, of those three rather, only one remains in this race. So uh, that just goes to show you how trucks Xfinity just changes from from year to year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a lot, a lot of difference. So again, you can look back at previous track history here, but much like the truck series, I'm going to be leaning a lot more into what have you done for me lately? How's your season going? I think that those things matter more in these lower series where it's constant changing of of drivers and teams and, and where people are and which ringers are down and all that stuff. I think it's it's a lot more based on what have you done for me lately for me. So uh, that's what I looked at more so than previous Pocono races, much like uh, much like we did in the, in the truck series yesterday. And look, this week we are going to be talking about, or this episode rather, we will be talking about some very young drivers. And I will say to you that of the drivers that we were placing bets on in the truck series, they were older. You know, they were a lot. A lot of them were the older drivers in the truck series. Well, you're right. Okay. Jake Garcia, Corey Heim. I got sure. some Carson Hosevar. Well, Corey Heim, young guys. Corey Heim's not 17, is he? He's like 18, I think. Isn't Corey he? Heim? No, he's not one of those yeah, chill. Corey Heim's. He's Corey young. Heim's pretty young. He's young, but he's we're, not that. We're young. gonna. All right. What are we? What are we? What's the over under, Rod? 20. Oh, I'm definitely taking the under. 20 and a half. Uh. I want the pretty hook. good over under just this month. He turned 21. Hell so. yeah, dude. I need a handicap. Yeah, that's still you. young though. Come yeah, on. but it's not it's like, young. it's not the fresh out of high school. It's not, I went to prom and I put my helmet on for uh, Daytona the next day. That's, that's not what we're <laughs> Heim, at. Heim is in this race, by the way. Unfortunately, it's not with, I wish they'd put him in the 19 car for some Gibbs races. God, I want to see that so bad. Um, but he is in the, uh, uh, 26 car for uh, SHR, which would be Sam Hunt Racing. I really wanted to find a way to bet on him. So I was looking at his top five, but it's plus 375. If you want to place that, I could see a case for him to get there, but man, I couldn't find anything I really, really liked on him. I was kind of sad because you know how I love my Corey Heim. You know how much I love to bet on him. I'm heavily invested in the uh, truck series. I might have to see if there's some type of parlay that uh, it would allow me to do. Well, to, unfortunately, uh, we don't get top tens for either one of these series. We so. don't, but you know, we can work the top five into the parlay. Well, so I'll, I'll work on that while we uh, while you do your ad read, Rod, and then maybe uh, as we get into the bets, I can have a, a parlay cooked up here. All right. Well, we'll give you that opportunity right now, as a matter of fact, and we'll talk about underdog fantasy. Boss has never said we couldn't do these ad reads early, so we're going to do it early because we want you to hear about underdog fantasy that much sooner. Underdog Fantasy is back, and their Best Ball Mania 4 is underway. They're giving away $15 million in prizes. Plus, as we've learned, and as we know now, Underdog Pick'em, a great way to not only get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props, but you can play NASCAR Pick'em, too. We're going to have some of those for you again this week. I think that was a resounding smash, so a lot of folks love that one. We actually hit five of six of the, of the actual picks that we had, so... 
I'd say we did pretty damn good on that one as well. So we'll bring it back this week so you guys can win some money on Underdog with the many, many ways that they've got to play over there. Plus, it's also probably available in your state. So go ahead and take a look in the App Store for yourself or head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN. You get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right. Well, Cody, uh, yeah, I think it's a, a good time to start getting ready for bets. We, we hyped ourselves up, and I think it's the natural crescendo to start leading into our bets. So other than Corey Heim right now, what have you got for us in the, to start this out? I have built a Corey Heim parlay. Stay tuned. You'll get it in a little bit. Yes. Classic teaser for you. I'm going to start going back to I'm going. I'm going back to my guys this week, Rod. I did it in the Cup Series. A lot of the same guys I was on last week. I did it in the truck series. A lot of guys I've been on the last couple of weeks. I'm doing it in the Xfinity series. These guys are winning us money. Why would they stop this week? It's going to be a good week. John Hunter Nemechek is the fastest car out there, the best car out there, one of the best drivers in the field. I know Chase Elliott is out there, but can get a top three plus 100 over on Caesars. Oh, man, plus money for a top three. Like, and really, in this field, you're adding Chase Elliott. Okay, I get that. Daniel Suarez? Nah. Maybe a case could be made. Maybe a case will be made here in a bit, but most likely not going to be in the top three, right? A little bit of a longer shot. He's like 14-1. Uh, Austin Dillon, or Ty Dillon, rather. It's even worse that it's not Austin. It's Ty. <laughs> it's Ty Dillon. Sorry. I, love Ty. I met Ty Dillon once. Great guy. Have a beer with him. You know, I think he'll do he'll do okay. I would love to have a beer with him. Uh, probably not going to win this race or finish in the top three. So, really, you're just adding Chase Elliott to the mix. We're used to ringers coming into this into this Xfinity series. Um, John Harnemacek has four top two finishes in a row. Rod, that's the top two. That's not even the top three. That's four races in a row finishing in the top two, eight times this season in 18 races. He's finished inside the top two. John Hunter Nemechek is in the mix every week. It's going to be Chase Elliott. It's going to be John Hunter Nemechek. It's going to be Justin Allgaier. Those are the three best cars in this field. Those are the Justin Allgaier and, and John Hunter Nemechek. Week in and week out are the two best drivers, the two best regulars. They are always up front unless he has a mechanical issue, gets in a wreck, suffers some crazy penalty. John Hunter Nemechek will be up front. He's going to be one of the fastest cars in this race, a top three at plus money. Sounds like easy money, plus 100. I'm going to take this on, on John Hunter. Yeah, you're right. And it really has always been a battle this season, especially between Justin and, and uh, John Hunter. So I, I'm with you on that one. And I do, again, plus money. These top three odds, I really wish they would have been a little better because most tracks, it, plus 100 is not, you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like... It's crazy. Cause, so we bet this last week, right? We didn't want to go, go with this outright. <clears throat> Excuse me. We took this at minus 130, obliterated the field and wins, and now he's plus 100. Chase Elliott was added to the equation. Okay. what? Why Why is he still plus? Like, how did he get downgraded? And I don't know. But again, another example of why having these cup guys in the field increases everybody else's odds and just makes them so much better. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't need to make sense. I'm going to take it for the top three at, at plus 100. 
I concur. Uh, I'm going to move to my first one, and I like Austin Hill as a top five car at plus 170. Feel like this is a better bet than it probably should be. Like I said, especially because I was a little disillusioned with the top three and top five markets, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me being silly or whatever, but uh, for Austin Hill, three of the last four races that he's run have been top five finishes. Go back uh, five of the last seven uh, even before that, shoot, you got to go back to Dover. Dover, fourth place. Darlington, fourth place. Charlotte, fourth place. Portland, fifth place. Uh, like Sonoma, eighth place. Okay. Nashville, fourth. Chicago, fifth. Atlanta, 12th. Super Speedway, but he was up there, right? He was running around in the front uh, by the end of that race. And then Loudon, last week, third place. So Austin Hill continuing to put together solid top five finishes. In fact, he's got 10 of them. In 18 starts this season, 14 top 10 finishes. And that doesn't even tell the story because uh, of the top 10 finishes, really only a couple of them have been anywhere close to not being inside the top 10. Ninth place at Richmond. Um, you can probably count the seventh at Phoenix as that. Eighth place at Sonoma, like I said. But um, 12th place in Atlanta, that's still right around the front of the pack for the most part. On this track, he has taken two Xfinity starts, a 25th in the 61 car, but again, we talked about the equipment not being the same. Uh, last year in the 21 car, he finished in 8th, started in 8th, finished in 8th, led four laps around the way, but in that race, of course, uh, happened to be Noah Gragson, Ty Gibbs, A.J. Allmendinger, Sheldon Creed, uh, all those guys you know, were in the, in the top five even. And so you take out Gragson, you take out Gibbs, you take out Almendinger, bump him up three spots, that's a top five finish. So um, again, I said this in the truck series, Rod, that's not how it works. It doesn't work. That well, but yes, it kind of does. Because if those guys weren't in the race like they're not going to be this year, I think Hill can find his way into the top five, even with Elliott, Suarez, Chastain, um, you know, all those guys. I feel like he could still find his way inside the top five because he's done it most of the time this season, 10 out of 18. I think it's a pretty safe bet. Plus, he's got better odds for a top five finish than most. And at plus 170, I, I like that. I'll take it, you know, especially since it's not just plus, you know, 100 or whatever. Yeah, well, this is an auto bet every week, right? Like, we continue to give this out. We continue to hit it. They have adjusted a little bit, brought the price down a little. It's still plus 170, though. That's still pretty good. I would definitely take that. Okay, Rod. <laughs> Do you want me to get the beat button ready for you so you can... Yeah, if you could. Or okay. if you, I don't know if you want to make this bet for me. I don't know if I can make it. No, but, you can. Uh, Here, I got your back ready. Let me know when you're ready okay. for it. Um, well, let's see. First of all, we're going to go to Group B over on Caesars. Mm -hmm. um, and the, this group consists of, of uh, Brandon Jones, of Riley Herbst, Parker Kligerman, uh, and of Ty Dillon, and of... Yes, number eleven, aka the beep. So I looked at this. Uh, I looked at this group, right, and I thought to myself, this group has a lot of guys in it that don't necessarily get good solid finishes most weeks, right? You've got Riley Herbst, who cannot catch a single break ever. Period. The JDK made the comment last week in the Discord during the race. Wow. Herbst actually made it through that accident. And then like five laps later, he did not make it through the next accident. Um, so that was very sad. Um, what is going on on Caesars? Where did all the, oh, there it is. <laughs> I was trying to, 
wow it's just it, the app went crazy on me rod but um so then you've got brandon jones is he racing this year i heard he was going to be in the nine car haven't seen him i don't know and we were Parker- excited about him being in the nine car oh too weren't god, we god i was so excited yeah. i was so pumped i was oh i loved this so freaking much but it's not worked out so and he's the favorite to win this group which is insane mm. parker kligerman it's been well documented right he just can't catch a break most of the time it's just his equipment can't catch a break ty Dillon is the longest shot plus 420 i was thinking to myself austin hill has been fast all year sheldon creed's been fast all year maybe i'm going to take ty Dillon. and then the more i looked and the more i looked that number 11 car is sitting there at plus two plus 320 rather he's the right in the middle of the pack the third favorite here and he's just been finishing better than all these guys and i don't want to do it i hate this guy he's killed so many bets for me but this is the right bet to make you know i like a bet like this if i'm putting it in here and i'm giving it out on the show as much as i don't like this guy i won't even say his name i call him by the car number um but I mean, he has got, he finished fourth last week. He, four of the last five races, he's finished inside the top eight, 10 top 10 finishes this season. He's not going to go up there, lead you a bunch of laps or win a race. We all know that at this point, but he's consistently battling up front and consistently getting good finishes. I hate to admit it, but he is. So Rod, give me. Oh, 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 okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> Let's try it again. Rod, give me to win Group B. He drives the number 11 car at plus 320. I hope you lose this bet. No, I'm just kidding. I, 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 <laughs> I'm I, going to get off and go take a shower. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably should. Uh, and, and to everybody out there that, that tails Cody, yeah, again, it pains him to have to do it. But uh, But listen, again... You know, we know when it's time to, to get back on drivers. And as much as it hurts sometimes, you, you can't ignore numbers and you can't shy away because it's not a winning strategy to play with your heart. Well, not a lot of the times, but... Not most of the time. And again, it's this is how you know we're here to give you good information. Like, I, I want to avoid betting on this guy if I can. And it just... The numbers are there. The stats back it up. The other guys in this group can't finish things. I don't have high expectations for Ty Dillon. And he's been getting good, solid finishes. He's making it to the end. And to win this group, that might be all you need to do. So, yeah, you got to go with them. I agree. And I like the bet, by the way, uh, just so you guys know, uh, because I was on him last week, and he almost cashed a 12-1 to in the top three. So, almost. Uh, but another top three market I'm interested in, and that's Justin Allgaier, just – Made the case for John Hunter Nemechek at plus 100. Well, Justin Allgaier is plus 100 as well. And no surprise because, like we said, those guys have been battling it out all season long. Justin Allgaier, though, not necessarily. I mean, he's got nine. Half of the time he's finished inside the top five, which is impressive as all get out, right? 12 top tens in 18 starts. His average finish is 10th place. He is coming off a sixth place finish last week at New Hampshire, uh, but very much could have been much better. He was a 27th. He led 27 laps in that. I feel like he should have won, uh, really, ultimately. But he did finish sixth, strategy, whatever. It happened. Started fourth in that. But third in Chicago, seventh at Sonoma, second at Portland. He won Charlotte, second at Darlington, third at Dover. Uh, another top five finish for him in Austin. Second place at Vegas, third place at Fontana, third place at Daytona. 
we talked about him all season long. It's, it's been Justin Allgaier's world. Most people are just living in it. Um, unfortunately, it's only one win on the season to back it up. Uh, it seems weird that he's only got one win on the season, but here we are. Uh, the seven cars only crossed the finish line once in first place. But, again, a top three car more times than uh, than most drivers, right? I mean, he's got half of his finishes inside the top five, and most of those are in the either second or third position. So, I like that. On this track, uh, he does have two top five finishes, uh, two top three finishes even, a second place in 2017 and a third place in 2021. Last year started on the pole, finished seventh, just outside the top five, but still probably could have had a better day. But then again, we outlined who was in that race last year. So there's a lot of heavy hitters at the top of the, that was when Noah and Ty were in their, in their prime battling it out. And he was still there, just not necessarily running the, the most fantastic of laps. But um, a top three finish is achievable for Justin Allgaier. We'll go ahead and load up plus money on this one uh, and, and really just even money on it. But still, even money bet for something that's bound to happen. You said it, Justin Allgaier, uh, John Hunter Nemechek, two of the top in the field. They're going to be there again. I think they'll both be in the top three. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly the argument when I made John Hunter. I said, there's three of the three guys stand above everyone else in this race. It's Chase Elliott, it's John Hunter Nemechek, it's Justin Allgaier. So if those are going to be the three best cars, if they're going to finish chalky and all be up front, or, or at least two of them are, these are two guys to bet on for those odds for sure. So I like it. Next up for me, Cole Custer over Josh Berry, minus 135 on Caesars. Rod, we placed this bet last week. If the race was one lap shorter, we would have cashed this bet. Unfortunately, Sheldon Creed decided to not only fuck up his own race, but Cole Custer's in the process, and it did not cash. Um, but one lap shy. He was on his way to his fourth, Cole Custer, that is, was on his way to his fourth straight top 10 finish. Would have been his 12th, uh, oh boy. <laughs> Would have been his, I don't, I don't even know what I wrote there, but uh, fourth, fourth straight top, or yeah, his fourth straight top 10 finish. Boy, you know what's great boy, about I it? Just, sometimes, sometimes like reading my own writing, I'm just like, <laughs> What did I? What was I even writing here? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, you okay. know what? No, we've reached that point in the week where you know, in in school, when you're taking notes and the teacher's drawing, and you're your own teacher, and you're just writing stuff down. Next thing you know, you've got like dragons and flowers, and all. You're like, how the hell did that get there? My writing is that of like a four year old child, so that doesn't <laughs> help. But I do realize now what I wrote. He was on his way to his fourth straight top five finish in a row. And it would have been his 12th top 10 finish in a row. Uh, so, yeah, he has been on top of it. He's got eight top five finishes this season. Um, and other than last week, where he ends up finishing 22nd last week, but he was running top five until the last lap, that wreck at the end, right? He hasn't finished worse than ninth since Coda in March. Bull Custer has been consistent. He's been getting good finishes. He's had a couple of wins lately that were like, okay, you know, didn't dominate the day, but he found himself in position to win. Again, that's what you're looking for. A guy that's going to put himself in position, be there at the end, have a nice solid finish. Cole Custer is delivering that each and every week at this point. Josh Berry, the last four races, 15th is his best finish. That's all I'm going to tell you about Josh Berry because nothing else matters right now. Things are just not going well for Berry. Even last week, you saw a flash for a minute. 
hey, there's Josh Berry. Oops, there it is. Gone. That was it. He was there for a second, then he was gone, just like he's been every other week. They're struggling big time right now in that eight camp, um, and, and things just don't seem to be getting better. Cole Custer, you can rely on him to get you a good, solid finish. He's been just churning out good, strong finishes. Things have been going rough for Barry here as of late. So, again, following those trends, I'm going to take the guy whose trends are going up and fade the guy whose trends are going down until I see otherwise. And uh, that's Cole Custer over Josh Barry, even at minus 135 over on Caesars. I mean, has Custer had the season that we wanted him to have? No, but it's starting to shape up to be a respectable season nonetheless. I think he's finding his groove again. And, and hey, maybe... He's only eight wins away from my prediction. <laughs> yeah, you've got a long way to go on that one. Uh, has he has he won his way into the playoffs yet? I, I don't... I mean... As he locked he himself in, officially locked. I in. think he is too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you on this one too. And it's rough because you know, again, it's it's just a matter of that uh, junior motorsports stable has been. We we thought Barry was was uh, avoiding stuff early, and then it turns out no, it's, it's Justin Allgaier now that's not in it. I don't know. It's it's a mess. But yeah, I agree with you, Custer over Barry for sure. It's frustrating, but it's true. Um, my next head to head is, or my, my head to head, my first head to head is I'm going to take Daniel Suarez over Austin Hill. Now I know I said Austin Hill was going to be a top five car, uh, and, and uh, Suarez is minus 110 on this side of it, but follow me on this one. Okay. Suarez is in that 10 all-star college car, right? And we've seen that college car win three times. Okay. Twice it was AJ Allmendinger twice. It was, uh, uh, you know, not uh, once was a road course so i get that but kyle larson did win in darlington definitely not a road course led 46 laps justin haley had a fourth place finish a couple of weeks ago in uh, atlanta they started out the season pretty strong haley 10th place at daytona uh austin dillon even eighth place in fontana kyle bush fourth in vegas and then another uh, kyle bush ninth place finish uh so second place in sonoma for aj this 10 car has been good. And really what it is for me too is that Daniel Suarez has actually not been bad in his two Xfinity races in Pocono. And he was driving the 19 of Joe Gibbs and then the 18 of Joe Gibbs. So listen, I know Joe Gibbs equipment is is superior to Colleague in a lot of ways, but we've also seen that the driver makes a difference too in these Colleague 10 cars. And Suarez is a pretty damn good driver in and of his own right. And I think he can do... Uh, what he's got a ninth place finish and a fifth place finish in 2016 and 2017. So this will be his first Xfinity start here uh, in in a while. Uh, and then as far as his Cup Series, he had a good year last year. He finished in the top three uh, in this race in 2022 on Pocono Raceway. So again, I I'm going to make a stronger case for for Daniel Suarez in a little bit. And maybe that was even my case. But I, I still think that even if Austin Hill finishes inside the top five. Maybe even Suarez gets into fourth place. We already got the top three on lock, but Suarez could find a uh, fourth place finish like Haley did in Atlanta. It's a far flung, but you know I'll still take the the chance on this one. Can't say I'm going to back you on that one, Rod. Hey, but you played Hendrick, so what do you got? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you're just going to throw that in my face, aren't you? I have to. You threw it in mine last week. You do. Until it cashes. And I'm going to throw it right back in your face. So <laughs> there is that. I would not take Daniel Suarez over Austin Hill. But, hey, best of luck to you. I hope you cash that. And Hill hits our other bets we have on him. <laughs> Next up for me, I'm going to stick on the Cole Custer train. 
Back to the top five well, or well, this time to the top five well. I guess it's been the top three well before. Plus 120 for a top five for Cole Custer over on Caesars. It's plus money. I just talked about in my jumbled up mess of stats how good <laughs> he's been doing here lately. Let me just go back and read you his finishes. New Hampshire, top five on the last lap. Obviously, he ends up finishing 22nd. Atlanta third, Chicago, oh, Chicago Street Course first, Charlotte third, Nashville ninth, Sonoma sixth, Portland first, Darlington third, Dover seventh, Talladega fourth, Martinsville third, Richmond fifth. You got to go all the way back to Coda, March 25th for a 32nd place finish. It has been very, very good for Cole Custer here lately. In the last one, two, three, four, five, six, He's got six top five finishes in the last eight races. Should be seven of eight. Again, if that last lap incident doesn't happen last week. Custer's been running good. Top five of plus money for Custer. Uh, again, and the only one I'm concerned about taking a quote-unquote normal top five spot is Chase Elliott. I don't think it's going to be Suarez. I don't think it's going to be Dylan. So give me Cole Custer. Top five plus 120 over on Caesars. I love it. Uh, again, we're, we're filling out this top five pretty well, aren't we? We got... <laughs> We got this thing dialed in for sure. Um, all right. Well, so my head-to-head, -head, my next one is a battle of the uh, Sammies or the Sam, as it were. I had the Smiths last week, and I was all over. I couldn't figure it out. This one's a little easier, okay? I've got Sammy Smith over Sam Mayer at minus 125. Battle of the teenagers is really what this ends up being. And, Cody, I, I'm kind of stealing from you as the what have you done for me lately type of a thing. For Sam Mayer, literally a yo-yo for him over the last few weeks, right? He goes from 35th at Charlotte to 3rd at Portland to 10th at Sonoma to 3rd at Nashville to 18th at Chicago to 5th at Atlanta to 18th in New Hampshire. We talked about the struggles of JRM all the way around, and it's just... Sam Mayer is a guy that will be running around for you in the front. He'll be doing things that make you go, oh, cool, Sam Mayer's on this week, and then it'll be off. And then the next week, you'll be like, okay, I'm off of Sam Mayer, and then he finishes well. So good luck on that one. You try to figure that one out for you. But for Sammy Smith, on the other hand, we already know that he's got a win this season, right? He's got nine top tens, four top fives, uh, and three of the last uh, three of the last <laughs> three of his last races have been top 10 finishes, right? A sixth at the Chicago, 10th in Atlanta, 5th at Loudoun. Uh, crashed out of Nashville. That was a tough one. He finished 34th, but he did start 30. He had some speed in that. Uh, and then 9th at Sonoma. So, I again, I believe Sammy Smith is a much better driver at this point than Sam Mayer is just overall. And unfortunately, on this track last year, he started 5th and ended up crashing out of this race, finishing 31st. He only got 53 laps in on it so like i said not necessarily the best of showing on that but he was in the top 10 uh in stage one before he had to bow out of the race so he was seventh place in that again i, I just think that he's got the better opportunity at this point to to get there and uh he's been running better lately consistently than sam mayer and you can count on sammy smith to not necessarily get in too much trouble uh, around this track so Take Sammy Smith over Sam Mayer, minus 125. Yeah, I like this matchup. You know how much I love Sammy Smith. Sometimes a little hard to rely on him, get decent finishes for you, but he's going to have a faster car. It's just a matter of what he does with it. Um, but I do like the Sammy Smith side of things on that one. Next up for me, going to take a page out of your book, Rod. 
I'm going to go with the winning car number over 16 and a half. This is at minus 130. I thought that this was a very odd placement on where they placed this number. I, I would have thought that they would have put it at 17 and a half rather than 16 and a half because 16 and a half. So obviously under it, it gives you Cole Custer, right? It gives you Mayer. It gives you Creed. Ty Dillon's in there. Justin Allgaier, of course, a big threat. Josh Berry can win. Jones, Suarez, number 11, Chandler Smith, all, all guys that, that could find their way to victory, right? But when you go over this number, Rod, this gives you Chase Elliott, who's the favorite. It gives you Sammy Smith, who's very fast. It gives you Connor Mozak, who's in a Gibbs car. It, long shot, it could happen. It gives you John Hunter Nemechek, who's going to win this race. It gives you Austin Hill, who puts himself in position to win every single week. It gives you Corey Heim. This is a way to bet on Corey Heim right here, Rod. Um, you scroll down through the list, right? And yeah, Parker Kligerman, that's kind of a long shot. Riley Herbst is in there, you know. But but I mean, the, the main point of this, right? You get Elliott, you get Sammy Smith, you get John Hunter, you get Austin Hill. Like, that is the meat of the number sandwich that I want. And it's only minus 130. So give me the winning car number over 16 and a half. Minus 130 on Caesars. You have learned well, young man. You have graduated to the number school. And I like it. Again, I really do, especially because at minus 130, that's not a hefty price to pay for a lot of you know, insurance as far as all those guys that could win. So I like it. I would have taken it if I, uh, if I would have gotten to the dock first. Yeah, and, so. and really the only person who super scares me under that number is Justin Allgaier. Like, there's some other guys I mentioned that can win for sure, but I mean, of the favorites, like it's Allgaier is the one that scares me. I'd rather have Elliott and Nemechek and Smith and Hill. Like, you're just getting so much better options on the over. Yeah, no, I agree, and I like I said, I'm right there with you on it as well. Um, all right, one that I'm prepping for a little bit of chaos. This is just me kind of. What if, right? Again, I'm watching the Marvel what ifs, and so I'm I'm allowing myself to allow for alternate universes. Oh, I just sneezed. Bless you. My bad. Wow, that was a big sneeze. Oh, yeah. You can see it on YouTube. Didn't I can hear see it. it. Could, can't hear it. That was great. Great job hitting the mute there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, it is like ridiculous in California right now, and there's allergens all over. But um, So anyways, this is me prepping for a little bit of chaos. We do definitely think that John Hunter Nemechek is probably going to be the class of the field, but his odds as top Toyota are in the minus 200 market. I am not about to go there for the top Toyota. Will he finish as the top Toyota? Probably. But Sammy Smith, plus 425 as the top Toyota. Now, I will tell you this, right? Last week in New Hampshire, uh, it was John Hunter Nemechek as the top Toyota. Sammy Smith was the next best Toyota. The week before that in Atlanta, John John Hunter Nemechek, top Toyota, fantastic. Ty Gibbs was right behind him. Ty Gibbs not in this race. Behind both of those, oh yeah, that was Sammy Smith right there at that race. Last couple of races, he's been lurking around as the top Toyota. Of course, John Hunter Nemechek is continuing to be the guy. Uh, just like in Chicago, John Hunter Nemechek, top Toyota, Sammy Smith right behind him. And then in Nashville, it was the top Toyota as John Hunter Nemechek, but the one right behind him was actually Kaz Grala that day. But uh, you get the picture. More often than not, it's been Sammy Smith lurking right there in the wings, 
as the top Toyota. If something happens, heaven forbid, to John Hunter Nemechek, I believe Sammy Smith will be that next Toyota in line. And four and a quarter to one for that to happen? Okay, I'll take that just in case, right? Just in case something happens to John Hunter Nemechek, a, a four to one, over four to one is great odds for that to happen, especially since he's the next one in line. I love this bet, Rod. I'm going to take it one one step farther and say you also take Connor Mozak 12 to one to be top Toyota. So that gives you, there's only five Toyotas, much like in the Cup Series, not a big Toyota field. Only gives you five Toyotas. John Ernemacek is minus 280 to be the top Toyota. We know he's going to be the fastest car in the field. We know he's the best driver in the field. Likely, he's going to win this, and you're not going to cash these bets. But there is that offside chance that something can happen. Sammy Smith has been just as fast as John Hunter. He just doesn't have the experience yet to beat him every week, but he has beat him once already this season. Um, as far as winning, Sammy Smith has got that win. But if something happens to John Hunter, if there's a pit penalty, if he gets caught up in a wreck, if he has a mechanical failure, you've got Sammy Smith is easily going to be the next best Toyota in this at plus 425. Then you take the guy in the ringer Joe Gibbs car in Mozak at 12 to 1. He's likely going to be having a decent day because those cars are so good. Even Joe Graff made me eat my words and have a decent run last. Now he Joe Graff did at the end of the race, but had a decent <laughs> run going. If he could find speed, then our children could race that car just fine and hang out with the rest of these people. So I think you do play Sammy Smith plus 425 because I'm almost viewing that as like a Sammy Smith versus John Hunter Nemechek head-to-head almost at plus 425. If you want to look at it that way, that's great. You take a little tiny piece of insurance with Mosak, 12 to 1, because he could be there as well. Then all you have left is Kazgrala, unlikely. Corey Heim, but it's still a Sam Hunt racing car, and those cars are just so much slower than the Gibbs cars. Uh, so I think that, again, I, I do see John Hunter obviously probably going to be the best of this, of this, but it's a great insurance play to sprinkle on both of those guys, I think. Um, so I'm going to add Mozak as top Toyota's official 12 to one play as well. But I love your Sammy Smith plus 425 to be the top Toyota. Yeah, it's just it's just a way for you to, like we said, prep for chaos because anything can and will happen in these races. We've seen it already this season, even in races that we thought were going to be tame. We saw it. So, um, yep. Give me Sammy Smith top Toyota. Uh, all right. We got winners picks coming up. Hang tight. We're going to introduce you to one of our favorite shows on the network. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Somebody has to win this race, this Explore the Pocono Mountains 225. We're back to uh, those extended length titles of, of the races. I love it. I'm glad because I was getting tired of and better health. 400 that's too short 200 making it making it too easy on us so uh good to get back to the long titles <laughs> before we get to the winners rod i promised a Corey heim par you did Corey heim parlay you did here it is over on caesar sportsbook 
Corey Heim to win the truck race on Saturday, then to get in the Xfinity Series car, finish in the top five, if he can accomplish both of those, plus 45 or 41.75 rather. That's a nice, solid payday for you, Rod. Um, if you put you throw 10 bucks on there, it'll pay out $427 for you. So that's my parlay of the week. Corey Heim, you know how much I love this guy. He's been a dominant force in the truck series. If you listen to the truck series episode, you know I expect him to win that. A little bit of a long shot to get a top five here. I get it. I didn't just want to take his top five odds outright, but I think he could put himself in position. Maybe it ends up being a chaotic race. Maybe it ends up being a strategy race. We know he's talented enough to do it. Maybe, just maybe, he wills his way up into a nice solid finish, cashes that bet for you. So give me Corey Heim to win the truck race and to finish top five in the Xfinity race, plus 41.75. There's your big parlay for the week. Hit it last week, so uh, let's try and do it again this week. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, all right, well then, fine. Let's uh, get into the winners uh, section of this. Let's get into the winners. You know it, Rod. Another gift from the sports books. John Hunter Nemechek goes out and dominates last week. He was plus 260. One driver enters this race, and it knocks his odds all the way down to plus 500. I love Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott can win this race. I think it's a likely outcome, but John Hunter Nemechek is the best Xfinity Series driver in the best Xfinity Series car in the fastest car out there. He can win this race. He can beat Chase Elliott head-to-head. If something goes wrong with Chase Elliott, he can obviously beat him that way as well. But I love John Hernemacek. 5-1 to one for the most dominant car in the entire series with the best driver in the entire series. At 5-1 to one is a bargain in the Xfinity Series. Give me John Hernemacek, plus 500 over on Superbook. And then, Rod, I've been taking these guys as long shots. I'm going to continue to take them as long shots if you give them to me. They're long shots for a reason. I'm absolutely ready for heartbreak again. I'm absolutely ready for them both to wreck again, but they're too valuable for the cars that they're in, for the drivers that they are at this price. Sammy Smith, 25 to 1. He made a case a few minutes ago. He is one of the fastest cars week in and week out. He was yet again one of the fastest cars last week, had put himself in a tough position, having to go to the back multiple times, couldn't get up there quite at the end, still ended up with a pretty decent finish, but he can compete any week for the win. He's already got that win earlier. I think it was Phoenix earlier this season. We know he can win 25 to 1. When I just got done saying his teammate has the best car in the entire field, he's also got a very, very, very good car. And he's a very good driver as well. The Uthian experience is there. That makes him the longer shot. But at 25 to 1, if he finishes second or he finishes last, it doesn't matter. You want him to finish first. So go for it all and win or, or wreck and don't finish. It doesn't matter when you're placing this type of bet. Love Sammy Smith, 25-1, to 1. and Sheldon Creed, baby. I'm fully ready for the heartbreak once again. Sheldon Creed, 30-1. to 1. This guy cannot finish races. Had himself in a top five, was going to cash that bet for us last week. Just could not handle the fact that he finished a race, decided to wreck into Cole Custer on the last lap. Doesn't matter. He's fast every freaking week. He's good. He's done it before in the truck series. We know he can do it, Rod. If you're going to keep giving him to me at 30 to 1, I'm going to keep taking him. It's going to hit sooner or later, hopefully sooner. Sheldon Creed, 30 to 1. 
Indeed. I hope he comes back to California and we can definitely have a beer together because I would love to hear the horror stories that come out of Sheldon Creed. I was that close, Rod. I was that I know Sheldon. I know I watched you it imagine happen. the the beer drinking party that's gonna happen when he finally wins a race. Ooh. Oh man. He'll be puking like Gregson. <laughs> uh right. for sure. Um all right. Well, I like yours. Obviously, uh, we talked about all of them, and, and maybe Sheldon Creed might be the one that you got to close your eyes and, and click that. Maybe throw a buck or two in there just for fun. Uh, but for me, I'm going to take Suarez at 14 to 1. I Again, when you talk about all of the Cup Series guys that are in this race right now and that have odds for this race, I, and I understand a little bit why he's getting uh, sort of tossed under the rug. Chase Elliott at uh, plus 220. Daniel Suarez at 12 to 1 on Caesars right now. Um, I had found him at 14 to 1, so his line must be moving. Um, but yes, I got Daniel Suarez at 12 to 1 to win this race. He's in that 10 car, and they put a little something extra in that 10 car every time they have somebody different in there. And, you know, more often than not, yeah, it doesn't get him up into the winner's circle, but it has. And AJ Allmendinger took him there uh, twice. And, and I just feel like, you know, he's. Of the same sort of, I don't know, he can win. And he's won, right? In the Cup Series, he's won all over. But it's just, I don't know what it is about Daniel Suarez at this price. I like this price for Daniel Suarez. I think it's a it's a decent enough outcome that could happen. Like I said, the 10 car is not adverse to winning. So I like the 12 or the 10 car at 12 to 1. I like it better at 14 to 1, but I'll still take it at 12 to 1. I'll take a stab. 14 to 1 on Superbook. So it go. is still available 14 to 1. Perfect. Uh, I, I know, know I know. That's fine. You can. You At fourteen to one, like you're getting a Cup Series guy, former Xfinity Series champion. Mm-hmm. So you can't count him out. But uh, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it with Suarez. He he's going to do a lot of racing this week. He's going to be an SRX on Thursday too. So maybe it's going to get him pumped up. Maybe he'll show up. Maybe something happens. There's there's a wreck at the front of the field. Takes out a couple of these guys. Then he could put himself in position. Fourteen to one. I think it's worth the sprinkle. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm not finding myself on Suarez too much this week. That's all right. I had to, I had to stop myself from talking about the same 15 people all the time. So I decided <laughs> to make a case for Daniel Suarez. There you uh, go. I like that. But again, it's Justin, not. Justin Allgaier is winning this week, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy. Uh, the one time I'm not on him 100%. That's fine. That, that'll happen. Um, but yeah, like I said, Daniel Suarez, cup guy, 14 to 1. Kind of. Oh, uh, oh, okay. You did bet all guy. I was going to say. Well, you got all guy top three in there. I was going to say, if if you didn't have any JRM cars, I was going to be a little concerned about your health. I was going to have to blink twice to before, yeah. Uh, all right, get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over the bets for this Explore the Pocono Mountains 225. Cody started you off with John Hunter Nemechek as a top three car at plus 100 on Caesars. I gave you Austin Hill as a top five car at plus 170, also on Caesars. Cody gave you the number 11 car, and he's just puking his guts out doing it as the winner of Group B on Caesars at plus 320 over Jones, Herbst, Kligerman, and Ty Dillon. I've given you Justin Allgaier as a top three car at plus 100. Cody gave you Cole Custer over Josh Berry at minus 135 over on Caesars as well. I gave you Daniel Suarez over Austin Hill, minus 110. That is also on Caesars. Cody gave you Cole Custer as a top five car at plus 120 on Caesars. Plus, he gave you Mozak as a top Toyota 12 to 1. And uh, Heim is a top Toyota also in there. Uh, there's a lot in the, going on in the box right now. I gave you Sammy Smith over Sam Mayer at minus 125. 
Cody gave you the winning number car over 16 and a half at minus 130. And then Corey Heim to win the trucks and top five in Xfinity at plus 4,175. I gave you Sammy Smith as the top Toyota at plus 425. And then, of course, Cody gave you John Hunter Nemechek at plus 500. Sammy Smith at 25 to 1. Sheldon Creed at 30 to 1. And I tossed in Daniel Suarez for fun at 14 to 1 in Pocono. That tricky, tricky triangle they will navigate. So, a lot of fun, a lot of racing this weekend. A lot of racing this weekend. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Uh, doubleheader on Saturday. It's the trucks and Xfinity. And of course, you got the IndyCar race over in Iowa as well, where I will be at. Going to be a fun time. I'm excited. Feeling confident. I'm really liking the trucks and Xfinity this week. Cup's good too, of course. But uh, I'm, I'm really feeling like we got some pretty good lines here. Excited for some some good races in these series. I concur. So, uh, all right. Well, then we will go ahead and say good night or good day or whatever. Good morning. I don't know when you listen to this, but we're going to say goodbye for now. But we will be back tomorrow with DFS with a little bit of underdog sprinkled in as well. Special guest, too. You'll be surprised. Uh, we'll bring back Gindy, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Gindiana Jones for you. And uh, yeah, he's definitely coming back and we'll have some fun with him. And then uh, I think that's the end of our week, right? That's it. And then, of course, it, IndyCar when that yeah. comes out. In, but that's Yep. IndyCar on the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. Whenever we get odds, we're still waiting on those. But yeah, excited for John Ginder to join us. He's uh, always in the DFS content every week, doing some work for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I had him uh, on the DFS show a couple weeks ago when Rod was out. So that was fun. We'll be talking DFS and those underdog picks. going to be a good time. And then he's going to be live at the Pocono race, uh, reporting for us from the ground there. So we'll talk about his uh, his past experiences, what he's expecting this weekend, and then I'd have to have him back on next week to, to talk about how his week went and, and how his trip was. So good time there. Follow me on Twitter, Rod, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Find all my work over there. Follow the show as well, at NASCAR Gambling. Follow the F1 Gambling Podcast, at F1 Gambling Pod. Lots and lots of content from in, uh, from iowa rather for indycar from pocono from gindy for the nascar races as well so make sure you're following all those uh, accounts to to follow all that this weekend and join the conversation in the discord as always boots on the ground man boots on the moon we've got boots on the moon all over the place for this show love it follow me on twitter at rj gomez link in the bottom. everything i got going on whether it's here whether it is in between media the back road going to be on already probably your favorite YouTube channel on In Between Media. Catch that. Seth Elliott going to be at Pocono as well. So we'll have fun breaking down that race. And, of course, check out my work for Frequency's sake. It is Fast Money. That'll be out. I'll have some parlay party fun on that as well. Plus, I got a YouTube video up now for Odds Shopper that's talking about women's soccer. Why the hell not? Let's have some fun out there. Full DGen status this week for sure. Catch it out there. All right. We'll see you tomorrow for DFS. Until next time, let's go racing and let it ride. Yeah!